You're listening to the Drive Forward Podcast. We're cruising through the latest in transportation to inspire a better tomorrow. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Drive Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jankowski. Today, we're chatting with Rashid Bashir, the Dean for the Granger College of Engineering at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Well, welcome to the podcast, Dean Bashir. We're really excited to have you here. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about your role as the Dean for the Granger College of Engineering and your efforts here at the University of Illinois? Well, thank you, Emily. It's my pleasure to be on this podcast. Um, I'm just so uh, humbled and proud to be the Dean of the Granger College of Engineering uh, at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Uh, we're just so proud of all that our college um, has accomplished as a whole over the so many years it has been in, in existence. It's got such a tremendous history, institution, and excellence. Um, I would say there's nothing, there's nothing in the digital or the physical world that Illinois Granger Engineering uh, hasn't touched. You know, our faculty, staff, students, our alums—they have uh, literally changed the world for the better. Um, yeah. So what what keeps me up as night uh, at night is how is how we can continue to be the place to attract the best and the brightest and how do we continue to create the environment that allows everyone to achieve all they can regardless of the background or the past experiences. Um, so that's that's really what my job is about, <laughs> to make sure that we continue on this tremendous trajectory that uh, the college has been on. Uh, we have over 10,000 um, undergraduate students, over 5,000 graduate students. And so we've grown a lot over the years and our, our excellence and impact has grown tremendously. Uh, I guess I'll be amiss if I don't say that this past year certainly was very special for us in some way, 20, 2019. Uh, we have a new name now, the Granger College of Engineering, uh, to recognize the support of the Granger Foundation, uh, which is the largest ever to a public college of engineering in the country. And it's a relationship that is now 101 years old. Um, so William Wallace Granger graduated from a college uh, you know, um, 100 years from last year. So wow. uh, it's just kind of gives you a sense of how how um, uh, how impactful our alums have been. And again, as a college, you know, I hope we have been and will continue to sort of stay focused on and further expand upon big ideas, big moonshot projects, and sort of goals that are um, you know really impactful. Uh, and some of this of course, uh, are ongoing um, and things like the quantum information science and technology, things like developing hypersonics for national defense, carbon neutral energy research, you know, uh, things like the future of digital transformation, the future of engineering and medicine, and of course, very importantly, the future of transportation. So all of these things around research and education, um, we hope to be able to make and continue to make an impact in these areas. Fantastic. Well, it's great to hear where we've been and where you're taking us. That's fantastic. I know in your capacity as Dean, as Dean adversity, I'm sure, is expected. And COVID-19 is a big challenge none of us saw coming. How is the college coping with the pandemic? Yeah, so as I said, while 2019 was a pivotal, uh, momentous year for us, uh, 2020 has been certainly a big challenge, right? But not just for us, it's for the world. Um, so first and foremost, I mean, I, you know, my heart goes out to all those and their loved ones that have been uh, impacted by COVID-19 uh, pandemic and, um, you know, frontline health, uh, healthcare providers and, and all those individuals across the country that have been working so hard and have been impacted by this. Uh, so we all need to do all we can to address this major crisis hitting the world and, and higher education at large. 
I think uh, our cam- our campus as a whole uh, and our college has just responded in such an amazing way. I'm just so proud of of how everyone has stepped up and really you know pivoted so quickly. So just back in March, April timeframe, within a matter of a few weeks, going online, completely online, taking care of a lot of policies and procedures that had to be dealt with while making that change. I'm just so proud of our faculty and uh, our students, the, uh, the, resi- the uh, how, how resilient our students are uh, and how they responded. It's just amazing. Our staff who have done a tremendous job in keeping everything moving forward. So I just want to thank all my colleagues who have responded so quickly, so creatively, so uh, with great ingenuity to address all these issues. Of course, in terms of stepping up to do sort of translational projects has also been extremely inspiring. You know, our faculty stepped up uh, from mechanical engineering and across, uh, led by mechanical engineering faculty, Bill King, uh, but really a large team of people from across the college and across the campus that developed an emergency ventilator that was uh, that was back in April. You know, within 10 days, they produced a prototype uh, that worked and then did a lot more work after that. And that technology was eventually licensed to Belkin, who also got uh, FDA EUA approval. So hopefully you won't need those emergency ventilators, but if we do, we've, I think, uh, you know, we would have had played an important role in that in providing emergency ventilators. You all have heard about the uh, modeling and simulation efforts by uh, Professor uh, uh, Nigel Goldenfeld and Sergey Maslov from physics and bioengineering respectively, working with a larger team from across the college. So they have been advising the governor right, on, on sort of a data-driven, modeling-driven approach to what's the right policies to put in place. Of course, the Safer at Illinois app that we all are using, where our saliva test results are, are reported back to us. This was uh, developed by John Paul and Sanjay Patel and uh, with the team uh, with Bill Sullivan, uh, the Rockwire app, which then turned into the Safer Illinois app. So that we contributed, our faculty and alums contributed towards that. Uh, we supported the saliva test development also uh, that was that is now at the VDL. And more recently, uh, just last week, actually, we announced, um, led by uh, uh, Abby Woolridge from um, from the Department of Industrial and Systems Engineering, Enterprise Engineering, uh, she developed, she led a team to develop a mobile lab where the saliva test is now available in this mobile trailer, uh, and it's being sort of disseminated and commercialized through the Shield T3 effort at the system level. And there's many, many other. You know, one more I'll mention. <laughs> maybe two more is uh, so a faculty civil engineering uh, Helen Newman Jeremy Guest and others they led a big team to develop um, various uh, you know PPPs for Carl and OSF and some really new very creative innovative designs uh, for new PPP devices and on and on so I think there has been tremendous efforts and all of this are actually on our website on the college website but um, you know I'm just so proud of how our faculty staff and students have stepped up and we are also uh, really, really mindful of and concerned about our student and faculty and staff uh, mental health and sort of just all the challenges that the families are going through uh, uh, during this pandemic, taking care of loved ones, taking care of families, working, uh, juggling all these things that have become so much more challenging for everyone. So I think everyone is just working harder and everyone has had so much to deal with, but at the same time, I feel like we really have, you know, also, people have stepped up to make a difference, so which is really 
wonderful. Wonderful. I appreciate you sharing the college's efforts during this time. I think all of us can say we've heard of some of these, if not all of these, uh, impacting our community and making a, a big difference during these challenging times. Well, and, and looking forward, um, I know one of the programs that the university is proud of, it sure is our, our civil and environmental engineering. And how does the university and the college view the role of UIUC's transportation efforts in the state, the nation, and even the world? Yeah, so this is a very good question. I think transportation as clearly is, is uh, crucial and critical right, to the world, to the nation, uh, and to the Midwest, where we are. Chicago land is the crossroad and the hub for transport of people, food, goods, logistics, you name it. So I think um, our efforts uh, via our ICT, via our civil, our top rank civil environmental engineering department and all the expertise we have uh, across uh, across that department, but also across other other departments in the college, mechanical science engineering, electrical engineering, of course, computer science, I think, um, uh, transportation, broadly speaking, is just so critical, right? How do you safely, and it's become even more important now with COVID and the post-COVID world, right? How do you move people and goods in the safest possible manner? So there is, I think, a lot of work to be done. This is a really important area. Uh, and again, transportation, whether it's ground transportation, whether it's air transportation. So we have work going on on electrification of transportation, uh, work going on on miniaturizing power systems and thermal designs for engines and motors. So lots of work across the college. The future of rail, uh, use of hydrogen, electric, uh, digitalization of of these transportation systems. So I think this is just a really important area, and we need to um, you know continue to. Um, uh, work with all our partners across across the state, across industry, across the federal government to um, to meet the needs in these very critical areas. Wonderful. Well, I know here at Illinois Center for Transportation, we're very excited and have our sights set on building an autonomous and connected vehicle track known as the Illinois Autonomous and Connected Track here in Rantoul. What's your vision for this track? Yeah, so uh, I'm very excited about this track and of course, um, uh, you know, Professor Ingmar Kadi and the entire team at, at the ICT has done tremendous work and they have already kind of set the vision for this in many ways, which I'm really excited about and I hope to further add to it, further, further expand it. But uh, uh, yeah, this track is really, it's a, as you know, it's a platform investment uh, that uh, will hope to cover, uh, you know, many of the sort of the, uh, the basis of upcoming transportation needs, smart uh, smart transportation and 3D, 3D trans uh, you know, transportation and uh, multimodal transportation. So we hope this track will be a place where we can test um, smart freight uh, in these vehicle loops uh, close to a village, you know, uh, close to land, close to a highway, uh, being able to test this at high speed across the weathers, have it, you know, connected and have it digital. Uh, so I think we're very excited about what this could do and we need to find a way to you know, move this forward. And this would be, um, I think, a very important component of our partnership with industry in this area, transportation industry, the automobile uh, you know, manufacturers and uh, the, uh, the segment of the industry that deals with, the, with, uh, with connectivity, 
uh, and also be able to uh, you know test um, uh, smart materials for roads and 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 smart uh, ways of sensing and uh, uh, measurements which improve um, efficiencies of transportation so we're really excited and the whole initiative the smart transportation infrastructure initiative that we initiated at the college level I and mean, having that as a nucleus for providing this sort of uh, leadership uh, in the state of the art area to bring then the government industry academic other academic partners we want to be able to partner with other regional academic institutions and other and other nonprofit organizations fantastic i think one thing that's on all of our minds lately is is the future right and in speaking of the future what's the college's strategy for the next 10 to 20 years yeah, so that's a great question. Um, we always need to be, of course, spending enough time or a lot of our time imagining the future, right? So I always think that uh, leadership is really about having the vision and imagining the future and then working backwards to sort of implement it and then, and then be the leaders. So if we can envision the future uh, and start living it now, we would, we would continue to be the leaders. So, uh, but, but I think an important aspect of that is, like you, like you said, the college's strategy. So. It's a really great question. Uh, as a matter of fact, we went through a year-long process in 2019 to develop a strategic plan for the college for the next five years. Now, this was pre-COVID, uh, and we released it just around that time, actually, in April. Uh, the strategic plan is on our website. That, that whole process took about a year before that, and over 300 people from across the college were involved. Uh, so that was really important, I think, to help us sort of, you know, prioritize, focus in on what we want to be and uh, what we should be doing in the next five years, especially and onwards. So this plan has six strategic directions that, that emerged as important directions. And I'll briefly just kind of mention all six quickly. So I'm uh, not in order of importance, but just six of them. So growing our uh, basic and translational research enterprise and impact was uh, one of the six priorities and directions. So growing our research enterprise, um, given where we are with our faculty count and and what we should be doing. So we want to grow that further. Uh, delivering high impact, personalized educational experiences at scale. This is something obviously we do with all of our education programs. So continuing to push that harder. A third one was to establish a diversity, equity, accesses and inclusion as a core um, you know, fabric across the college. So this is something really important and we were already doing a lot of work towards it and we set up our IDEA Institute, uh, the, the Institute for Inclusion, Diversity, Equity and Access, uh, actually back in January. So this all was happened before COVID and before this summer. And this summer, of course, with everything that was going on around uh, racism and other challenges around the country, uh, this institute really stepped up the leadership of the institute. President Goddard stepped up and did, did tremendous work. Um, the fourth one is to acquire um, and steward resources. That's really important, uh, obviously, uh, align those with priorities. Uh, first one was to communicate our um, achievements and our capabilities to continue to market and communicate all the great things we're doing. And the last one was to really enable our people to achieve their full potential, this idea of continuous professional development for, for everyone. That's really important. Absolutely. Well, one more question for you. What legacy do you hope to leave here at the University of Illinois? So that's, that's a big one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty profound question, of course. I think, um, uh, well, I, I, say, I mean, my, I, I really view um, uh, leadership 
and especially leadership and academia as service. You know, I'm, I'm, I hope I am doing this to make the place better and to do, uh, to do service for others around me, other faculty, staff, students. Somebody else did it when I was moving up the ranks, so now it's my turn and I have the opportunity. It's an opportunity and, uh, and an honor. I mean, I hope we can, as a college, um, grow our research enterprise. I hope we can improve the quality and scale of our, of our education programs. I hope we can make the place um, a lot more diverse and welcoming of all people from all backgrounds, especially attracting and retaining women, people of color and other traditionally underrepresented um, backgrounds. And of course, at the end of the day, providing the resources for us to stay excellent. So, I mean, I hope I, hope I can leave the place better than when I you know, took, it, took upon as a dean. I hope when I, when I, when I uh, end my term or whenever I end, I leave the place better than it was. And I, I hope I can uh, you know, continue to, I hope we can make the place so that it continues to attract the best and the brightest. At the end of the day, it's all about people. And if we have the best and the brightest coming to our college and to our campus and we give them the opportunities to be as successful as they can, then amazing things will come to the world. Wonderful. Well, that's all I had for today. Dean Bashir, thanks so much for joining us. And listeners, thanks for staying tuned in. The Drive Forward Podcast is a production of Illinois Center for Transportation, a research center of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. We invite you to subscribe to the Drive Forward Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And while you're there, feel free to like or rate us. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation rolling by using the hashtag DriveForward. Forward.